0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Called for Freedom podcast on this Monday morning. We're going into 2 Samuel chapter 5. Now there's not much of an intro, um, except that I skipped Friday's show, had some things going on, but we're back again. And let's get right into our highlighted verse, 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 23 and 24. says, Therefore David inquired of the Lord, and he said, You shall not go up, circle around behind them, and come down or come upon them in front of the mulberry trees, and it shall be. When you hear the sound of the marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, then you shall advance quickly, for then the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. Let's get into it. David anointed king of Israel. Then all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, Behold, we are your bone and flesh. In times past, when Saul was king over us, it was you who led out and brought in Israel. And the Lord said to you, You shall be shepherd of my people, Israel, and you shall be prince over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king of Hebron, and King David made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was 30 years old when he became when he began to reign, and he reigned 40 years. At Hebron he reigned over Judah 7 years and 6 months, and at Jerusalem he reigned over all Israel and Judah 33 years. And the king and his men went to Jerusalem against the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land, who said to David, You will not come in here, but the blind and the lame will ward you off, thinking, David cannot come in here. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, that is, the city of David. And David said on that day, Whoever would strike the Jebusites, let him get up the water. Let him get up the water shaft to attack the lame and the blind, who are hated by David's soul. Therefore it is said, The blind and the lame shall not come into the house. And David lived in the stronghold and called it the city of David. And David built the city all around from... The millow inward. And David became greater and greater, for the Lord, the God of hosts, was with him. And Haram, king of Tyre, uh, sent messengers to David, and cedar trees, also carpenters and masons, who built David a house. And David knew that the Lord had established him king over Israel. And that he had exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. And David took more concubines and wives from Jerusalem after he came from Hebron, and more sons and daughters were born to David. And these are the names of those who were born to him in Jerusalem Shammua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon. Ibhar, Elishua, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Eliada, Elisha, Elisha, and Ephelfled. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. But David heard of it went, and went down to the stronghold. Now the Philistines had come and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you give them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will certainly give the Philistines into your hand. And David came to Baal-perazim, And David defeated them there, and he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breaking flood. Therefore the name of that place is called Baal-perazim. And the Philistines left their idols there, and David and his men carried them away. And the Philistines came up yet again and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, You shall not go up, go around their rear, and come against them opposite of the balsam trees. And when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, then rouse yourself. For then the Lord has gone out before you to strike down the army of the Philistines. And David did as the Lord commanded him, and struck down the Philistines from Geba Together. Twice in this chapter, the Philistines came against David. Both times he asked the Lord if he should go up against them. The first time God said yes, and the second time no. But both times the Philistines were defeated. It it was wise that David asked the Lord the second time, and didn't just assume he should do the same thing again because the second time God directed him to do the exact opposite of what he had told him the first time. Instead of a direct frontal attack on the enemy, God had them go behind the enemy and simply wait. The lesson here for us today is that the battle belongs to the Lord. And he wants to do things his own way. God seems to delight in doing things slightly different each time he moves in our lives. The enemy is always the same as he tries to destroy our lives. But God uses different approaches to defeat the enemy. It seems that God doesn't wait to be confined to a particular method. No doubt, part of the reason is that He wants us to seek Him, the Giver, and not a dry, sterile method. In spite of this truth, we find many still claim that they have found the secret method to get what they want from God. This temptation to reduce God to a formula or a teachable program has resulted in many books like the Ten Steps to God or Seven Laws of a Godly Relationship. In the New Testament, we see Jesus healing people in many different ways. Jesus put mud in one blind man's eyes. His fingers in the eyes of another. And with yet another, he didn't touch the eyes at all. God wants us to seek him, not a method. Some commentary from... Pastor Ed Ray. Lord, forgive us for trying to reduce our relationship with you down to a formula, a method. We seek your face and pleasure today by surrendering to your will now. In Jesus' name, amen.